Hi and hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you all. And welcome to this week's edition of Hold On, Let Me Tell It podcast. Coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum in Janesville, Wisconsin. I'm Matt Marbury, and with me at the table is Sarah Barfield. Hello, everyone. I have a warning. Oh, boy. Um, don't accept a friend request from Hormel Foods. It might be spam. <laughs> oh, that's good. I went chili. <laughs> I went chili, too. Yeah. You don't think about... You hear, like, when people talk about chili, it's, do you get Hormel chili? Mm-hmm. Um, Where do you stand on spam? Um, I, I, I can't tell you the last time I had yeah. just straight up spam. But, um, like, Lisa will use Spam in those pizza burgers. Yep. Is that what they are? Oh, yep. yes. They're very good. <laughs> a little salty. I think that's from the Spam. Um, Jesus, Sarah. <laughs> I was going to ban the Spam, but I forgot about the pizza burgers. Yeah. And then Cheryl across the street. She's a listener, by the way. I didn't even know she listened. She started Hi, hitting me Cheryl. up. Cheryl. Um, she was dying about me talking about Josh's DoorDash deliveries. <laughs> um, I'm like, that's true. You know, that's true. And she's like, yeah, um, I can't, I, that, that was the thing that spawned the entire canned food challenge. Remember that? Yeah. Was Cheryl talking to me about some sort of like, I think it was like spam fried rice. Okay. She claims it's a delicacy that she she makes. I have yet to eat it. Okay. Maybe I can get her to make that for me this this next week. I try everything once. Um, <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Take that back. No, you said it. God no takesies, backsies. Oh. Um, but she says she makes. I think I want to say it's spam fried rice or something like that. She's that like, it's so good. fucking good. And then then that's when we. Then I said, you ever see a fucking canned chicken or whatever and oh, yeah. yeah and then we went down that whole fucking road yeah. but anyways also at the table everybody oh hello is adam tollefson this week's podcast is brought to us by down the street bar and grill located at 967 south jackson street in janesville stop down wednesday night free darts and lots of craft beers lots of seltzer malt beverages coffee and shit like that too <laughs> <laughs> if you need to sober up they got a coffee pot <laughs> I think he means like coffee beers. Yeah. Oh, like those um, Rebel hard, hard coffees we, the, they even, sent over. Even, yeah, and the Pabst has one. Yeah. I'm a sucker for those Pabst ones, mm-hmm. too. You know, the, I'm torn on those because they taste, to me, nothing like coffee. It's just like it's straight up milk. chocolate milk. Me too. And the lady always at the store is like, huh, you're paying this much for a 12-pack and this much for a 4-pack. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's Pabst, right? And you know, like, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. And I just... Move on with my day. What's funny is people think because it's Paps. (laughs) (laughs) People think because it's Paps that it's just like uh, coffee flavored beer. Sarah, are you going to get it together here or what? We have a challenge. You do? You do? (laughs) How fast we can get our fucking listeners to tune out? Is that the challenge? (laughs) I think it's this. Nobody's listening. I think it's this M- MKE MVP Hazy IPA. That's local flavor. That's local flavor, which is the podcast beer of the week. They make good beers over at MKE Brewing. They have that uh, Louis Demise, oh, Lake like Louis. Those are both good. This um, is pretty good. I like it. I haven't had any yet, but uh, it looks delicious. I do like hazy IPAs. Me too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How's yours, Sarah? So good. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. But we both burped, and I was like, and then I burped right after Sarah. Who's tallying this thing? And, and not me. I'm like, uh, as long as they're natural, 
I'm like, you can't. Oh, you can't, you can't. be that guy. Yes. That, right. Do you, can you do that? By the uh, way, there's that guy that I can like to. swallow air or something yeah. and then just burp. That's fucking false burping. We don't we don't allow that. Right. And she's like, "Oh, I'll still beat you." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you're using seltzer. I feel like. Uh, oh, that's an advantage. I feel like that's an advantage. That's an advantage. There's no rules <laughs> to the burp contest. To the belch. <laughs> Next week, tune in for the farts. Oh boy, <laughs> I still can't believe that you didn't hit back. us. Yeah, because yes. that's an advantage. All right, I can't believe no, you didn't not. hit us with the fart spray when you couldn't smell. I or still can't smell. I can taste though. That's what I meant. Is it <clears throat> so? It's not so you can no smell yet. No smell. Mm-mm. It's been three weeks. Mm-hmm. You got to think that you said the taste is coming back. Yep, started getting that back on Monday. I would rather have the taste, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I never lost taste. Like it, I think it was, like I said before, a little bit diminished, um, and smell was almost non-existent. But I, it didn't bother me that much, to be honest with you. Smell might still not quite be there. I don't know. It, it, maybe. No, I can smell this beer. <laughs> maybe only for danger purposes. Like, oh, like I, your house is burning down? I was say carbon Smoke? monoxide. You don't smell that. You don't that. smell that. <laughs> you just die That's sleeping. your last smell. Yeah, um, yeah but a fire. Yeah, yeah totally. But yeah, I'd absolutely go taste over smell, right? Yeah, 100%, to. dude. Yeah. Well, that's good that one of them's coming back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I can't wait for like everything to go back. It's. I think it's coming. I I headed down um, to take Maverick to daycare today in Beloit and I'm passing the back bar and they now have like a listing of bands coming up in middle of March. Yep. Starting, I think March 19th or something like that. So like things are kind of starting to open up and I, I don't know. I'm just so ready for it, man. I hope it doesn't spike like another big outbreak, if you will, or whatever, but I don't know. Like I just, we got to do something. I'm just at the point now. Are you guys like, I gotta do something. less worried about it, being that you already have it? Yes. You know, yeah. Had oh, fuck yeah. Are you, I know. Like, I, I feel like I'm invincible right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can take a cannonball to the gut. Um, just running around, just breathing. I feel like I beat AIDS twice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel great my first day back to work where I was like, yeah, like I did. I felt like good. Well, it's funny because I was talking to Lisa and I'm like, well, I can like technically um, like I have antibodies built up presumably now. Right. Like, yeah. so I can't get it, but but can't I get it and still pass it? Yeah. I it just doesn't so. affect me. Yeah. yeah. So in reality, nothing has really changed. Right. So you still need a mask. And all yeah. That, and I, I still do. Well, and yeah, all that I mean, you can't get it for for 90 days and something fuck like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's weird. You do you do have a little bit of, like I have a little bit of a, a sense of invincibility right now, and it's a huge it's <laughs> a huge that. relief because when I was um, like I had symptoms and I'm on you know day two or three waiting for my fucking test results to come back, I'm going. I hope this is it because then I can just move on. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least I, for me, hundred yeah. percent. Well, I wasn't feeling like that early on. Early on, it's like anything I can do to not get this thing, mm-hmm. and then. At a certain point, you do kind of go in. I think everybody has kind of go into that mode unless you're immunocompromised or something. But yeah. where you're like, you know what? I, I'd like to just get it and get it over yes. with. Right? Yep. That's tough, though, because I, I was so different kind of in that yep. camp. And, yeah. and, and then I was like, it was weird because I kind of felt like I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. 
you know, the vaccine becomes available. People are starting to get it. And I'm like, all right, man, I rode this thing out for 11 months. Didn't get it. (laughs) And the fucking, the, I can see the end. I feel like I can see the end. And then I go to one fucking Packer game at Sarah's house, which was a good, it was a, okay. Two things. One, that was a blast. I had, I had so much fun. It was fun. And two, <laughs> sorry, Jesus, sorry. fuck you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is terrible. This is a terrible challenge you guys have going. If someone has like a burp phobia, they're like, nope, yeah. they just shut it off now. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll stop. No, no you, don't ha- you don't have to, but I'm, I'm just gonna saying. I'm going to be the winner. <laughs> uh, where was I? The fo- Oh, uh, and then... You know, the actual getting getting it and being pretty much asymptomatic, I, I didn't really, I didn't feel much of anything. Other You're than tired a, a little, right? A little bit tired, but whatever. Also, I could almost chalk that up to the fact that, like, I'm not doing anything. I don't know about you guys, but if I, if I sleep, everybody has their kind of sweet spot. If I get, like, five hours of sleep, I'm, like, golden. If I were to get like nine hours of sleep, I feel like shit all day. Like, I feel like I just can't ever get it going. Yeah, I get that. And I feel like that was kind of part of it, too, where you're sitting here at home not doing anything. Yeah. So you just kind of feel a little like, what am I going to do? Fucking walk to the kitchen again? (laughs) Right. I already had to change my Prorosling Tees subscription box to an extra large. (laughs) (laughs) And you're blessed. True story. (laughs) Otherwise, you wouldn't have got that that's Owen true. Hart variant microbrawler. There's no shame in that, Matt. Uh, those shirts run small anyways. Adam can vouch for that. Bro. Adam can vouch for that. I'm an XL Steel. Yeah, well, I switched up to a I large a, for a while, I and I was fine. You too. Matt. Yo. What, what happened to you today? As far as, oh, as far as, okay, so we're recording the last podcast. Is this what you're getting at? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it's called Dork Side of the Ring. Check it out if you like wrestling or if you like Adam and I. And there's a segment of the show where we kind of talk about um, news and that sort of stuff in the in the whole wrestling world. And then we also talk about anything new that's gotten into our collections. And there's been weeks where it's like we have like one or two things. There's there's some weeks where like there was one week where I had remember I went and picked up like twenty fucking rumblers from some house and you had a box. Yeah, like, like I had a huge box. It just kept coming. Um, so anyways, I, I had a couple things. Adam had a couple things. One was the aforementioned Pro Wrestling Crate, and, um, which I fucked up my account and accidentally got two of. Changing the shirt size. <laughs> and they just added another one instead of like edited my oh, original one. Oh, you want one. one large and one extra large? Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> so if anybody's in the market for a size large uh, Okada shirt, I got you. Um but I was like, yeah, that's about all I got. And Adam's like, nope, you got one more thing or whatever. And he hands me a box and it's heavy. And I open it up and in this box, WWE shop has been doing these signature series championship belts for a little while now. Like the, there's an undertaker one or there's a macho man one, several other guys. And razor Ramon is like my guy from childhood and which is which is so funny to like hang your hat on Razor Ramon because he didn't like he never he, was a heavyweight champion. Never, he only had one heavyweight title match. That's right. Uh, in Brett. WWF against yeah. Brett Royal Rumble '93. Yeah. Um. 
but they make these signature series titles and it comes out and it's on like a purple leather strap. And I, and I show I think I shared it in one of these groups, me and Adam are in and sure shit in the bag is the razor Ramon signature series title. And I've never held, I've never owned a, cha- a championship belt in my life. Um, other than the fantasy football championship belt. No, you know, Hey, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's revolving, you know. I didn't right. get to keep that. It moves. Uh, but no, Adam bought me this fucking beautiful, magnificent <laughs> Razor Ramon signature Brilliant. series title. Yes. Glorious. It's pretty fucking cool. Like, I, pretty I cool. don't it know where cool. it's going down here yet, but it's it, very cool. Oh my god, I about lost it. I Matt could, has I could not, not believe it. Smiling nerds. <laughs> <laughs> But it's still pretty cool. It's kick ass. Awesome. Very cool. Kick ass. Thanks again, Adam. You're welcome, man. Happy uh, early birthday. You have 40 coming up. Ooh, what are you doing to celebrate? Well, the three of us are going to ACW Wisconsin in Oshkosh for a wrestling show. Excellent. Now, Sarah, you've only been to... One, One JWA JWA mm-hmm. show here in town, and you had fun. I did, and I'm Good anxious time. to see. This is like okay, this venue not near as nice, but it's no. not terrible. No, by any means. Um, but this is like this is more of the grittier side of independent wrestling. Like it's not going to get um, like too hokey or anything like that, or too. No. But it, but it is. It's a, it's at a, it's at the Masonic Temple or whatever, which is where a lot of these things run. They run at VFWs, uh, Knights of Columbus, yes. things like that. Yeah. It's a staple. Wherever you can it, yes. rent a cheap hall, yep. that you yeah. fit a ring in. Yeah. Uh, so the venue will not be nearly as nice, but it, it's a good setup. It's awesome. It'll I, be fun. I like the ceilings are high and the good thing because there's a fatal four way ladder match. Yeah. Oh boy. So that's where. Have you seen a ladder match ever? No. Well, not live, but even on on video Mm-mm. or anything. Mm-mm. So there was like, yeah, like my favorite's Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels <laughs> for Mania Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. What do you think her answer is going to be there? <laughs> well, come on. Er, um, when she came on with us, oh yeah, she was talking about like was, that's a CM Punk shirt. Like, yeah, well, yeah. she well, she we was doing homework. like homework yeah, yeah, assignments true, and stuff, true. so yeah. I wasn't sure if maybe something fell into there. But no, it's going to be a four way ladder match for, I guess, for a championship a opportunity. So I'm, I'm imagining they're going to have like a fucking steel Halliburton hanging up, like Money in the Bank style or whatever. Oh, um, I don't you know. You can just I'm call it a briefcase. No. What'd you say? <laughs> Halliburton. The hell is that? Like a metal briefcase. I've never heard that word. You've not? I thought it was a bird. You did? Yeah. I thought it was a steak. I think you're making it up. <laughs> I think you guys should get educated. How do you want your Halliburton? No wonder you don't want to go against yeah. me in 90s trivia, Is it Sarah? in season? Ah, <laughs> uh, what the... <laughs> Let's start uh, how about I host 90s trivia against you guys? Would you do that? Sounds like... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. see, look how easy, yeah. look how quickly she takes on that challenge, Adam. <laughs> heavy in the gangster, what does that say about you? Heavy in the gangster rap, if you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, li- I listened back, and Matt's like, if we get some Master P questions in here, that'd be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, those music ones are brutal, I thought. Where it's like, what subsidiary of Capitol Records yes. was, you know, so-and-so... Oh, my God. Ashley said, I don't know what bitch's CD collection you were looking at, but I was an insane gal. (laughs) And you know what's funny is I almost, when you asked the question, I almost said no strings attached. And I was like, nope, I think that's InSync, not the Backstreet Boys. Yep. 
They're like puppets in a video. Yeah. Huh. I, I saw Lance say. Bass hanging there. Have you watched MTV in the 90s? Yeah, like, for sure. It's not weird. I don't have anything taped. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need my Justin with his blonde curlies. You know what I mean? Did, did you see that <laughs> meme where this blonde curly hair looks like spaghetti? I'm like No. Current, current day Justin Timberlake's like slurping it up. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was really funny. Anything else going on with you guys since last week? Mm-mm-mm. Other than watching some Netflix. I got some uh, feedback, though. We talked about it before we started, but um, John sent me a message saying that he blew snot out of his nose when I started singing uh, Walking in Memphis. <laughs> we did a lot of singing on that episode. Yeah, we did. We had a couple songs. I had fun. I was like, was yeah, hilarious. I think I had a couple extra yeah. that night. I felt great the next day, though. I did yeah. too. It felt was, like a million bucks. I actually got up like two hours earlier than I normally do because I knew I had to be up two hours earlier than I normally do. So like I, I think I got up four hours earlier. I had to take a guy to a Jesus the VA. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Oh, dude, have you guys ever been to a VA? No. I was there on Friday. You were? Yeah. Where okay. at? In Madison. Madison? Yeah. Holy shit. Wait, I was there Thursday. Yep, <laughs> that's just crazy. Ships in the night, everybody. But, but like, okay, so the spot we were at, they're like, "All right, um, take a seat in the hall," and I'm like, "Okay." And then, which is actually really smart because the exam rooms open up and they come out and look at the hall and you just go across. And I'm, I'm taking a coworker there to help him out. Good deeds. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, and he gets called and he goes in. I'm like, "All right," and I'm, so I'm outside a different exam room door, and I hear, "Sir." You got it. You got to put your mask on, and I can't hear the response. But then I hear it's a male nurse, and I just hear, "Sir, I really need you to put the mask on." And I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes, and by you know minute seven, it was all right. We're gonna ask you to leave, and you're gonna have to reschedule everything if you don't put the mask on. So I don't know if he was like, "How anti- fucking difficult is it?" Right. And so I had like a picture in my head. I'm like, "This guy's a real dick," you know. Sure. And then he came out and like looked. I don't know. He looked like a confused old dude, you know. And uh-huh. but the, a lady came in, and was like, "Sir, can we get that mask up?" And he came out, and then he had the mask up, and it was good. But it came to a point where, like, we're, if we ask you one more time, we're gonna have to tell you to leave. I don't know. So you just think his like mental faculties were gone, or I don't know. I I I couldn't hear what he was saying. So nice, I said that he might have been. Yes, (laughs) he might have been like, really? I don't need this. You know who knows? He could have been like, I will retort on everything you say. I you know it could have been. I don't know. Yeah, they're doing good work up there though. Mm -hmm. So. And not to diminish your good deed, but were you getting paid for taking this coworker up there? Yeah. Okay. Still a good deed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It. Well. Yeah. <laughs> good job. He says. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I'm salary. Yeah, so it's well, not yeah. like that's right, true. That's so. True. Uh, so then the answer is actually no. Yeah. Kind of no. Then the answer is no, because you'd be getting the p- paid the same if you didn't. Did you go. work over forty hours? Oh yeah. Then no. There you go, buddy. Yeah. Good deeds. Very good. Very good. The moral compass, everybody. Adam Tollefson. Mm-hmm. That's my wrestler name. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going anywhere with that gimmick. Who'd he ever beat? The moral compass? <laughs> Is that your new tattoo? Oh. oh. We got we to gotta just... I still... I haven't touched base about my, my tattoo appointment, but... We'll Did you get out. one? Oh. No. 
not yet. I threw her some ideas and she's, she's kind of like, because my whole thing was I kind of wanted her to just kind of come up with something. So I gave her a couple baseline things like she's from Australia. Um, this is kind of like her logo or whatever. I'm like, this is her. That's basically all I sent her. And she's like, yeah, I need some, I need kind of need more to go on. I'm like, okay. So then I guess it's going to be me kind of designing it again. If you, you will, could reach out to Emma to design it. That's true. I could probably do that. Might be a fun idea. Yeah. Have to pay a lot of people. What do you mean? Oh. Want to pay Emma to design? Like, you're going to pay somebody she to design it. She would be free it, fucking somebody... advertising. Oh, yeah. You're That's a walking true. billboard. I'm a walk. She's going to pay me, is what you're saying. <laughs> Some I like, royalties. I like the way this just went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we talked um, on last week's, I think it was last week's show, about the... <laughs> Sarah, everybody. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> do you want me to do I a fo- little dinger every time you guys do one? I think or? I'm going to forfeit. I think, I, I, There's I, no way I'm catching that at this point. I think she's got you by like a few. <laughs> um, the uh, Cecil Hotel... What was it actually called? It's crime called, scene. Yeah. So is that going to be the documentary? The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. Crime scene. The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think we just. Uh, do you guys want to? No, we're not going to. Um, we'll just call a segment Netflix and chill or Netflix and kill. I like it. All right. <laughs> okay. So the Cecil Hotel. Uh Pretty crazy pass in the Cecil Hotel. Um, it was an awesome spot in the early 20s when it was built. They said it was built for like a million dollars, and then that's in 1920s money. Uh, it kind of gave way to a flop house of sorts in the middle of Skid Row after the Great Depression, mm-hmm. which I didn't understand before I watched this that Skid Row, it's not just Sebastian Bach and Snake Sabo, Adam. It's... 56 square blocks were like all, and I knew this were like we're homeless gathered basically, and we're like anything goes. But I didn't realize it was 56 no, blocks. I, didn't, I thought That's it was insane. a block. Yeah, I thought it was like a little neighborhood. I don't know. Um, what is the, the lyric that leads to Skid Row? <laughs> what? From the Skid Row song. Um, it's dent, dent, leads to Skid Row. What's I think it says this? your. Back Avenue leads to Skid Row or something like that. And anyway. I'm singing that the whole, every time they said Skid Row. I was like, I don't get. Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, 18 in life, you got it. <laughs> oh, man. That was Youth Gone Wild, by the way. But anyways. Oh, that was the next one. <laughs> so anyway, Skid Row. It's kind of the place where anything and everything seems to be fair game. Uh, the doc fo- uh, focuses primarily on an incident in 2013, where a 21-year-old Elisa Lamb from Vancouver, British Columbia, who is kind of traveling the whole West Coast, she checks in the hotel and never checks out. So, in a nutshell, the story is that she's traveling through California. I think she, I'm assuming she flew to Southern California because she's in San Diego, mm-hmm. and I think she makes it up to like San Francisco and then yeah. and then L.A. Um, She's on her own. She's just kind of like trying to get life experience. And you know, like that shocked me that she was on her own. Well, and you, and what, what's annoying is you, you, I find it annoying all these Tumblr posts. Mm. Oh God. They may, it was like a virtual diary. It was Uh. Sarah. What the fuck? (laughs) I want to call this contest off like right now. It's so, Oh, I've, I've officially resigned. Okay. Sarah, stop it. (laughs) 
No, she can. Uh, this is God. <laughs> this is Mother Nature, Matt. So she documents. <laughs> she documents. <laughs> A lot of her travel experience on Tumblr. So you do get to kind of like follow her, follow her route or whatever. And then the day she's supposed to check out of the Cecil Hotel, <laughs> she hadn't checked in with her family and never checks out of the hotel. The night before. Yeah. Yeah. Then the family declares her missing and they search the whole place, but turns up nothing. Okay. Then they, oh, sorry. Keep going. 19 days later, a oh. couple staying at the hotel... Don't worry, we'll get into everything. All right, all right, that's fine. I just want to paint this with a broad stroke, gotcha. and then we'll kind of get into it. Gotcha. Uh, a couple staying at the hotel complained to staff that the water pressure in their room was really low, and their water was discolored. Grayish brown. Oh. They were then moved to another room, but the problems persisted, so they called again, and then a maintenance man goes up to the roof to investigate water tanks that are up on the roof, and he discovers Elisa's body floating naked in one of the tanks, her clothes at the bottom, causing the clogged, uh, the, the problem, low water, the water pressure, pressure yep. problem. Yep. So they were brushing the teeth and maybe drinking the. They yeah. were. Corpse they said, water. yeah, they said that they were drinking the water, bathing in the water, brushing their teeth in the water. It's just fucked up. I used to think that like being at a house party, like when you're a teenager and you finish the end of your beer in a cigarette butt hits uh, your, yeah, like that's yeah. the grossest thing of all time I was like nah these guys win Ugh. 100% Ugh. gross um, one part I didn't like was um, I can't remember I think it's maybe the second episode where they go here is her last known footage and there's no way she got out of this hotel yeah okay and then like they open the second one with there are fire escapes on these floors and they don't have cameras. And I'm like, well, well then she could have. Yeah. I don't like when they do that. Well, what if I guess they didn't, they didn't tell us if there was cameras. They did also say that there was cameras on some floors and not on others. Yeah. Then, but maybe they have a camera at like the bottom of the fire escape. They didn't really make it clear, but they just ended one with like, she's still in here somewhere. And then the next time it was, well, we don't have cameras on X, Y, Z, and there's fire escapes. I'm like, yeah. okay, she so could have got out. It's a possibility. Out. It's yeah. a possibility. Um, one of the things that comes out is that elevator video, mm-hmm. which I remember. I somewhat remember this story when it came out. Do you yes. guys remember this? Yes. Especially because of that video. Yeah. yeah. And I remember it through the Adam Carolla show, like getting updates from like Allison Rosen or whatever. Like, the oh, they're still searching for this girl or whatever. And then like, oh, she was found in a water tank. Oh, I might have seen it in that too. Yeah, that, that's where I first heard about. I it. thought she was fucking possessed by a demon. Yeah. So the the elevator video, um, it's it's like, well, it's an, it's a video from the inside of an elevator. You see her get into the elevator. She's like acting super strange. She's like doing weird shit with her hands. She's like popping, crouching down, popping in and out, looking both ways, doing hiding in a corner. With the buttons. Yeah, she pushes like. The but the hotel itself has fifteen floors, and I think the buttons they said were in rows of three, you know, three rows of buttons, and she like at first goes down the whole middle row of buttons, and one of the biggest things is like, oh, the ho- the why is the elevator not closing? Yeah. Because the video is like two minutes long. Yeah. yeah, which it was weird, but then towards the end of the documentary, people actually went in there and they're like, oh, the bottom button on the middle row is like a hold. Yeah, which 
It's not like a normal door hold, though. They said, like, once you hit that, the doors then don't open or don't close or open for two minutes. Mm -hmm. So that explains that right out of the water. Because one of the theories was some nefarious person is, like, holding that door open. Yeah. I picture somebody in, like, a control center, like, watching the camera and, like, nope, we're not. Or they thought maybe there is a glitch on, like, how the elevator, when when it finally does shut. There's like a skip. There is. Yeah. Which that was weird. Because out of everything, uh, by the end of this, the, the one thing that like, I, I feel like I kind of have it figured out. And I, I feel like it's what they kind of said at the end of the show. But the one thing is, I keep going back to this video, like it was clearly doctored. The time coding in the bottom Moves. is all fucked up. Yep. And the they said that they had slowed it down. Mm-hmm. Like the video that they released to the public was slowed down like 30%. Yes. So it makes her her already kind of weird movements even weirder, yeah. if you ask me. If you throw some time on that, it it, yeah. does, it makes more sense. Because I'm if I'm sitting here with sense, my hand and yeah. I just kind of do one of those or something, yeah. It looks it's whatever, but if you like if you like slow it down, that's yeah, it did. You it, know what I mean? Like she looked like she was uh doing the like summoning something or she's a, she's a hippie chick dancing at Coachella, you yeah. know, where she kind of does like the, she's cool hooping. She might yeah. throw a Frisbee or something. Right. <laughs> I know when I know where I saw it from, it was like top 10 creepy videos oh, of people that like, yes, that's I, where I saw I've seen it. it on there too. I've seen that. And the men in black, I, I'll leave that back. But they said that because the video is slowed down 30%, that there's like 34 seconds of the video that just don't seem to be accounted for. That's weird. Which is weird. Um, and then they're like, was the hotel in on it? And I'm like, after seeing the people on this documentary, I'm like, nobody at that fucking hotel knows how to doctor a video. Well, the detective said no. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the detective. I would pin it on the I cops normally before. Don't. Yeah. I normally don't like the cops, but I, I like the ones they interviewed at least. Well, I like the one know. that's like, yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a, they kept it real. You but know, he came like, out and explained all that weird shit that the sleuths were saying about the video. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we fucked it up. We screwed up the time. Because they the didn't want to know for, for reasons... For whatever, I mean, there's I get why I get why yeah. they don't yeah. want the you public to know. You everything. can't put all that. Yeah, exactly. and they slowed it down, and they said the hotel had nothing to do with it. And- yeah, and then so in that same video, in the in the row of buttons she hits, one of them as she hits it, it lights up, but when she takes her finger off it, it it doesn't light up. Yeah, that indicated what floor she was on because if you're already on that floor, you can't like push that button to go to that floor, and that was the 14th floor. Out of a 15-story hotel. With no 13th floor. Yeah. so That's fucking weird, too, by mm-hmm. the way. Sorry. Yeah, because if you're on the 14th floor, you know what floor you're really on. Ooh. Because they don't... in general, because they don't do the 13th. Superstition. Mm-hmm. I mean... But they will skip an entire floor in every major... If there's every, enough people that feel superstitious enough where they're like, I'm not going to stay on the 13th floor, then it makes perfect business sense not to have it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's strictly what it is? Yes. Yeah, I think the first motel fucking, they got fucked up. Dude. Did you ever hear about like, um, <laughs> like the devil was like, it's all money driven. Oh, no, it was. Yeah, I know. Lucifer's like, you can have your hotels, but 13 belongs to me. Just go to, just go to 14. Did you hear, um, the MGM grand hotel in Vegas? Yeah. They suddenly, okay, so you always hear about like these Asian whales, they call them these, these guys that yeah. come over from Asia 
um, and spend like huge amounts of money in these hotels. Mm-hmm. The MGM Grand, all of a sudden, they weren't getting any of them. And they're like, why is this? And I guess the uh, entrance to the uh, lobby ho- la- hotel or whatever was a lion with his like mouth open. And they, they some, somebody's like, that's it's a superstitious thing. Oh, They're not going in there. No shit. And then they changed it, and now it's fair <laughs> game. Fucking lying down. That's crazy. Get rid of that. But like, that's floor. the kind of thing that like will will drive superstitions. Will drive things like that. Mm-hmm. Cash rolls everything around me, man. Cream. Yep. <laughs> um, hey, man, that's Asian related. <laughs> the Wu Tang. Yeah. I thought they were from Staten Island. Well, they are, but guess what they're named after? Chinese um, Kung Fu movies. Yeah. So anyways, um, what do you, so like when you're watching this, are you, are you in, I was like in after, after like one episode, I'm like, I'm in on this. Yeah. But the way that they, the way that they made the documentary, I thought was kind of fucked up because they definitely like were all in on either she was murdered or either she, you know, some sort of paranormal maybe, stuff yeah, maybe or some like supernatural stuff. Right, or, right. Like, and then like towards the end, we got a very like reasonable explanation for everything. I thought, and we can get to that in a minute, but yeah, um, the whole thing could have been one freaking episode. Yes. Yes. But I do like the fact that like the hotel itself was almost a character. Oh, yeah. yeah. For like sure. there's been so much bad shit that's gone down at this hotel. Yeah. You want to run some of that down? Um, in, in 1931, W.K. Norton overdosed on poisonous capsules in his room and his death is the earliest reported suicide. Yeah. They eventually called this place Suicide Hotel. Yeah. Right. Because uh, people go there to... to- in Kill themselves. 1962, after a fight with her husband, Pauline Otten jumped from the window of the seventh story. This was fucked up. Um, and landed on a pedestrian. Killed them both. Killed them both. Um, in 1964, Pigeon Goldie. Yes. Yeah. Um, Osgood, nicknamed because she frequently fed the pigeons in Pershing Square, was found rape, beaten, and stabbed in her to- hotel room at the Cecil Hotel. That case remains unsolved. That's just it. Real quick, let's talk about this. So the hotel, like, it's not a traditional hotel like you and I think about it. Um, they kind of had it divided into several areas, uh, especially when Elisa stayed there. They had, you know, a few floors were people that were permanent residents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few floors were dedicated to, like, shared quarters, like youth hostel style. Yep. And, and then, then other ones that are rented. And then other ones that are just, so, like, rented, like, hotel rooms. The mm-hmm. elevator... Was the only the like common, common area. area. Yeah. yeah. And you could be in there with somebody that just got on parole for killing people oh, right. or whatever. Because yeah. the rooms were $14 yes. a fucking month, basically. Right. I thought they said a day. Yeah. It was. Well, but for still, Richard yeah, Ramirez, it was $14. Yes. A day. Touch on that. Richard Ramirez, The Night Stalker, which yeah. is another great documentary that I watched recently on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. He, he stayed there during like his. He lived he was, there. It was his last, last time he mm-hmm. was. Uh, yeah, that was the last, last place he residence. stayed before. Yeah, yeah, he paid fourteen bucks a night for his room where he That's would nuts. where he'd walk in his blood-stained underwear barefoot up to his floor and into his room. Yeah, they said that like the the so much fucked up shit happened at this place where everybody oh, was yeah. so like immune to it or whatever that this witness says I watched him I watched Richard Ramirez 
stripped down out of his blood-soaked clothes in the alley. Yeah. And then just walked in blood-stained underwear up to his room. Yeah. And nobody batted an eye. No. Nobody said anything. And this is at a time where this shit was everywhere on the news. They're well, terrified. terrified. Yeah, terrified yeah. of the Night Stalker. So that hotel manager, that Amy Price. She's um, a treat. She reminds me of the waitress in It's Always Sunny. I didn't. I've never seen It's Always Sunny. Oh, you would love that. Yeah. You would love that You've show. You've never seen It's Always Sunny. Mm-mm. Get the fuck out of here. You would love that show. Yeah, you would dig it. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to get, get We'll play it. a game of Charlie McDennis right now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you have to eat a cake. I was just going to say you got to eat the cake. <laughs> well, that's, that's not, not so a big bad. deal. <laughs> it's just the ingredients of a cake. <laughs> <laughs> or chicken wine. You'll have a fucking such a newfound love for Danny DeVito. Yes, Danny DeVito is the best. I'll have to look it up. Please do. But anyway, she said that there were one to three nine one one calls a day at the Cecil. Yeah, and she was there for ten years. She yeah, said her- I did the math like on uh, on the murders. I think it was okay, and it was like a murder every. Or, or sorry, not a murder, a death, de- a dead body in one of those, and it ended up being like in her tenure, it was eighty over ten years. Yes, yeah, so almost one a month. Yeah, it was like every yeah, it was one like every three what, and a half weeks, weeks or it was six it was weeks, six That's weeks, what it was. yeah, it was six weeks. Yep. Oh my god, can you imagine that? Yeah, she said when she got the job, she I don't know if it was the maintenance guy or somebody had been there yeah. before her, and he's like, "Yep, someone died in that room. Somebody died in that room. Somebody died in that." And she's like, "Has there is there a room nobody died in?" Yeah, kind of thing. I listened to that. Uh, uh, me and Matt were talking about the podcast with um, Jericho and the Ghost Adventures. They're coming out with a two hour special from the the Cecil. Yeah, where they got to go in there like by themselves and 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 investigate, if you will. And one thing the guy said was like. It was us and the maintenance man, and I kept getting pissed off because I'm like, dude, someone else is here because we keep hearing shit and people running and doors slamming, and he's like, we can go walk through them all again. Like, no, it was the same maintenance man. Was it that little guy, the older gentleman? No, he said he got let go. Oh, really? I think he was former. Yeah, he said former. Hmm. Yeah. It was that, what's her name, uh, Amy Price? Yeah. Something about her sort of rubbed She seemed to get really defensive about- Dude, I'm telling you, she's the lawyer from Better Call Saul. Uh-huh. She's like- Oh, yeah, I totally see that, yes, by the way. But but nervous and like, no, 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 we did the best we could, all right? Yeah. Like, she was it's not the hotel's she was fault. Yeah. She, she, was she was corporate. corporate. Yes. And did you see her her attire? Yeah. She's wearing like uh like a business coat and like a, a scarf. Corporate like, dude. She looked like she's either running another hotel right now or she's like uh, a flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yeah. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent dude. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Well, thank you for flying United. Yeah. She's not gonna tell you what drinks they have on the flight. You have to look at the menu yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Is I liked her. Yeah, you did? I, I, I went back and forth on her, to be honest with you. I did, too, I I think. Um, I kept waiting for something to come out on her, like she was, and she was extorting money the whole time or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. no, she was just, I think you're... I, I explained it. I think she was, yeah. That she's like, like if you see um, uh, a person that's been bartending at a dive bar for like 30 years, and it's just like, it's a shithole, but it's their shithole kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's how she felt about the Cecil kind Hotel. Kind of defensive about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to turn this damn thing around. Sorry yeah. people keep dying. I but feel like, like she cared. We're yeah. going to, yeah, I think you know? she cares. Like it has yeah. really good bones. I yeah. think it can yeah. be something again someday. Speaking of bones, <laughs> found a lot of dead bodies in that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And the water tank. 
yeah, that was that was the other thing. It's like, okay, so I I don't know. We should do you want to touch on like some of the, so we we already talked about some of the theories like um she was murdered and thrown in the tank because the tank, there's four of them on top of the roof and you have to like climb a ladder, open what they said was like a 10 pound hatch, which I was surprised wasn't, um, I mean, you just lift it up. It's like, you just lift it up. Um, you know, people thought maybe she was just like thrown in the tank. Um, she was possessed. She was running from someone. Um, she was under the influence of something. I don't know. All these things kind of seemed seem plausible at first, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know. They just the the last episode of the show. They're like, you know, it, it basically focused mostly on the the guy that did the autopsy. Yes, and he he was saying like, you know what they they looked for drugs and stuff like that in her system and the only drugs that were found were the drugs that was prescribed to her but however yeah. they were in very very low amounts like she and she was on she was bipolar and she was on like four medications yeah. um so they surmised that she was probably somewhere during her trip off her stop meds. taking her meds and yeah. that'll fuck you up yeah. yep you know what i mean well and her family even said that when in the, she had, had a committer before, yeah, they've had experience with this yeah, the sister or stuff often. before where she's been off her meds, they had to have committed, she's done some of the similar behaviors. So, like, you don't get any of that until the very end where the I family know. kind of you hear their side of it, and yeah, that and they're like, Well, she was staying with some people, and oh, like, what? I didn't what? Hear that either. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, She started leaving notes and getting nasty with them, so we yeah. put her in a different room. Yeah. Like, well, they did, they did say in one of the earlier episodes we that saw she, she started. Out yeah. in like the common area, like the 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 shared area, like the youth hostel, right, right, right. And they were getting complaints that she was acting very strange, so they moved her to like her the own night before she was supposed to check out. Yeah, they moved her to her own room. That's right. And so, like, that's that's already like really weird. But yeah, then in the last episode, they go into it, and like, apparently, she's drawing like handwritten notes to say like "go home" or yeah. "go away," and yeah. like tucking him under these other girls. So well, she was, and they're okay. So going. Back to your conspiracy theories. There's so many other little details that you don't fucking think about that they bring up, like the tuberculosis outbreak. Yes, I have a whole row. yeah whole segment here for like, um, and then the coordinates for the last bookstore that she went to. Yes, are actually their their registration number is the coordinates of her cemetery where she's buried. Oh yeah, that was weird. I mean, yeah. there's so many weird things. The that, tuberculosis thing. Um. So there's a tuberculosis outbreak in L.A. just days after her death. Yeah. And yes, get this, right. the name of the test to detect tuberculosis oh, yeah, it was like e- is her Lamb Elsa. Yeah. Her exact name, front, la- front and back. That's fucking Spelled weird. exactly the same. Yeah. Spelled exactly the same. And I looked because I was like, did they did they name this like after her, for her or something like that? No. The the test was developed in 2005 and became popularized in 2010. This happens in 2013. Yep. Wow. Um, also, the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, where she attended school, is well known for being on the forefront of tuberculosis research. Yeah. Weird. Uh, so there's like a theory that somebody was floating out there, which seems, I mean, 
It's one of those things where there's like, that's just so coincidental. It's, it's the Lincoln Kennedy thing. Yeah. There's you know a theory I mean? that she yes. was infected with tuberculosis and then sent to the Cecil to infect the inhabitants of Skid Row ah! as a form of like population control. Yeah. Like bringing crack to New York in the 80s. To the yeah, black yeah. community, right, basically. Right, yeah. right. Did you watch that documentary, Crack? No. no. Oh but God. I thought you were going to ask me for crack first. Yeah. You got any crack, Sarah? Hey. Did you watch? Did you have? No. <laughs> I know a lot about it because of gangster rap yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. But you, that was a government dealy too, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that bookstore thing you were touching on, she she purchased gifts or whatever for the, at this place called The Last Bookstore. And then somebody discovered that if you go on their website and you look at their web credentials, there's a zip code. It's like a P.O. box and a zip code. And if mm-hmm. you type in that zip code... It's for Burnbury, British Columbia. Oh, right. Where and it goes right. The center of town is the cemetery where she's buried. buried. And, I, and, and, I, and then I looked into that further because I was like, what is this? Some podunk town where it's just like eight houses and a cemetery? No. 250,000 people wow. live in really? that What's So it's a that, sprawling dude? area. And right there in the, is the cemetery where she's at. That's weird. It is. I mean, like. Those things are, that's the stuff that And then the movie. Interesting. The, um, there was a Dark movie. Water. Yeah, in 2005. Oh, yeah, yeah. With that like kind of. Jennifer Connelly was in it. Followed along the same storyline. Right. She goes there with her daughter. Yeah, and the daughter's, daughter's wearing like a red hoodie. The same thing yep. that she's found in. Yep. Well, that she was wearing because oh, she was right, naked. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. She took it off. And then she goes missing and she's found in a water tank on the roof. Yep. Like, I do have a theory. Do you guys see the Super Bowl uh, commercials? Matthew McConaughey, he's a uh, flat, flat. Yeah, he's trying to get. He's like, he I needs a Dorito. Feel, yeah, I think he was with her. You do? Yeah, he slid into the hatch. All right. Hey, I'll you know what's, out. What's, what's great about the these clothes. British Colombian Asians? <laughs> they go in the water tank, and I can get out because <laughs> oh I'm flat. Oh my god! Because I'm flat. Stop. <laughs> Adam's laughing, but he's no selling. You Party tonight at the moon hatch. <laughs> Party oh, at the water tower. The oh. <laughs> no, so at the end of the show. Aged and confused. Wait, before you get to the end, though, yeah, go. you got to talk about those web sleuths who, um, and the internet bullies who had it in for that morbid. morbid. Mm-hmm, that personality. Oh, poor morbid. Dude. I know. Bitch, I was in there for the last year. <laughs> So morbid oh. is this guy that does uh let's like death metal. I is that say, what it is? Yeah. Have you guys ever watched uh there's a cartoon on Adult Swim called I've never even death, heard of that channel. Death you it's the Cartoon Network, I'm pretty sure. Just after a certain Just, time yeah. it's Adult Swim. Sorry, neither. Oh, sorry. You know who couldn't swim? Elisa Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure she tried yeah. for a while. There is a fantastic cartoon about a death metal group that yeah uh, it's like spinal what's the tap. name of it that's what i'm trying to think of fuck it's i like used spinal, to love that it's like spinal tap but like it, it, that totally the d yes uh, death trap death clock death, death clock death clock <laughs> that that the lead singer was morbid and he's like well i don't know i'm just here to do death metal like i felt like that was morbid at yeah. first i was like Mm, let me see what this guy's about. They end episode three, and you're like, "Well, this guy's weird." Yeah, well, and then and then he was like, "I'm I'm a nerd." It's pretty chill. Yeah, yeah he was pretty chill. They just ran him through the ringer. They did. Oh, all these people dude. are like, Terrible. "You fucking murderer!" Death I know you threats. killed her, and all this stuff. All of his accounts got. We're coming blocked. for you more. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're trying to do a, uh, you know, grow your band or whatever the hell, 
It was a character. His if personality. They shut yeah. you down like that. It's tough to get it's that. Done. Shit You're back. done. Yeah. 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 Poor Morbid. Poor Morbid. <laughs> Let's go buy a Morbid album right now. <laughs> That's not his, his band. He's got a band. I forget the name of it. I looked I, it up. I, I only saw him. Yeah. Mm. All right. So then. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Bringing it back to the, the end, Matt. Well, it was just weird because they float out all these theories and then and then they're basically like at the very end there they throw out the most like logical scenario for the whole thing. And where, then the maintenance guy is like, Oh wait, it was open when I the hatch the hatch, the hatch was open when yeah. I came up. Well he never said it in the beginning that it wasn't. No, they he did didn't. Not, they, they did not they did Netflix not put that in fucked us. Yes. Yeah. And I even thought like, what are the odds that that you would even look in there. So like that, first of all, when the, when the police searched the place, the roof, yeah. the roof, they particularly, they searched it at night, which I thought, how fucking dumb. Yeah. Why don't you just wait till the next morning when you have daylight and look at it then? Um, but I could totally see a maintenance guy being up on the roof in sometime in between the day she goes missing and the day she's found. And, Going up there and being like, "Oh, this hatch is slightly open, or whatever," and just shutting it. Like, oh, I'm looking. You're looking in. Yeah. But here's my other thing: these it's tanks, open. these That's tanks weird. are pretty fucking big. I know, but um, you have to. She's missing, right? But you got to cover all the bases. Okay, with drowning, I'm pretty sure, and, I, and you, I'm, I'm no expert on this, but I'm pretty sure, like, when you drown. You might sink to the bottom, and then at a certain point, you like float back up. So, like, even if he looks in there, especially if it's dark, you she could be at the bottom, and you don't even you don't even see it. True, but that hatch is open. But I don't think he went up to the roof until they got the complaints about the water pressure. Right? Yeah, I think so too. You're probably the right. cops went yeah first, and they went. Eh. They they didn't even like. The video that or the Netflix documentary didn't even make it seem like they even went near the fucking water tanks. Yeah, I don't think they had the dog up there and everything. And there was that. And there was that one detective that was felt very bad about that. Yeah, he was. He felt terrible that that went on so long. And he's like, "We were up there. We just missed her." And he like hangs his head down. And also, like like in the middle of their search for her, um, that that former Los Angeles police officer that just starts shooting cops. Yep. Oh, that's right. Goes on they like a nine to, day killing they had spree. They pull everybody off the yeah, case to like go because they're people. killing yeah. cops. Yeah. yeah. And they that flew was, out the family and everything. Yeah. They, uh, that was terrible, yeah. man. Yeah. Nuts, man. But yeah, so they, they basically think that she goes off her meds because it, in all of her belongings, they find her pill bottles and they're doing the math and she should have 60 pills and she has 70 in like one of those bottles. And they're like, and, and dude, if you. If you just like stop taking your medication for bipolar, it's gonna wreak havoc on your body, man. And oh, yeah. and and pretty soon you are like pretty much loose. It's it's like doing LSD without doing LSD. Right. You know, it's it's fucking with your chemical balance. Yeah. Yes, those psychotic episodes and would yes. be normal. That's why like she's like looking. I think that's why she's like looking around. Yep. And I do think I really think she she went in the water tank of her own free will. To possibly like hide from something she saw sure. or whatever, and I think um, as she's swimming, maybe she kind of comes out of that episode and then realizes that she's got to kind of tread water until somebody can and that's find why her. She takes off her clothes, yeah, because yeah. it's weighing her the fuck down. Oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And 
that that makes complete sense to me. Yeah, it I really agree. does. Yeah, it's so sad. It's very sad. It makes it even more sad than if than if she was like fucking get yeah. bound and gagged and then thrown in there. To me, I, well, I was gonna say that. I just like I wanted an extra or, uh, because there was no sexual abuse demon, or anything like that. I wanted like that. demon possession. You did, <laughs> yeah. You were putting all your chips on that. It just makes you feel better. How about the the elevator video too? When they're like, "There's a foot there." Yeah, yeah. I felt like that was her foot. Yes, because she was walking in a weird way. I yes. had to do the tape three times because I went, "That's her foot." And then I went, nope. And then Ashley's like, that's her fucking foot, dude. Yeah, you like, look, look. And I'm she like, just okay, like okay. turns on a yeah, dime and then, the it, turn, and then right? her other foot goes. Yeah, and you then can she see t- it. Yeah. yeah. Ashley was, she's like, don't remind it again. That's her foot. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to remind it one more time. <laughs> there was one, um, one of the internet sleuths that creeped me the fuck out. Which one? The one that's like, um, dark hair. I sense, yeah, it's like yeah. kind of balding. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. I sent somebody to her grave site oh, so that yeah. I could. So have I wanted, closure. I wanted to have closure in this. I'm like, dude, if Bro. anybody killed her, it's you. <laughs> You're a fucking sicko. I can tell. Take a sip of water. Yeah. It's, it's a little darker than normal. Yeah, it's a little oh. discolored. Is yeah. that a skin covered lampshade behind you, dude? <laughs> You're a fucking weirdo, dude. The whole thing is just super unfortunate, you know. And I yeah. think, I think that the tragedy of her death did get lost a little bit in the Netflix episode. It did. Yeah, um, I agree. Big time. You know, and I mean. The freaking visitation, the visits and the reservations to the Cecil skyrocketed after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are going there too. But then they shut the hotel down in 2017. Yeah. Well, and somebody bought it. Yeah. Um, I did read that a little bit. There's always somebody going to buy it and try to spruce it up. And you always hear about how they're going to try to like revamp downtown. I was reading. What's it going to take for us to uh, get some shit going on with the Monterey Hotel? I, in our downtown. So the guy that owns that, every every time they're like, dude, we're going to knock it down. He's like, he'll do like just enough renovation. I think it's going to be apartments now. Yeah, that's okay. what I heard. But we've been hearing shit for three True. decades. True. Yeah. True. Um, so the guy, the people who bought it, one of the things that um, they were saying is they could potentially take all the hotel rooms right now, just as they are, and put the people who are living on the street Skid in Skid Row in them under Project Room Key, and FEMA has said they will pay 100% of that money back to the city of L.A., so it's not even like the city has to pay for it. So but you're just getting those people even, off the street. Yeah, but you the know what? The problem with that is that the Skid Row is now, it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's sprawled yeah, out everywhere. It's half the, like, not half the city, but it's it's everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. you said, it's, and it's grown. I also hate to say it, but the Cecil Hotel, they said was 700 rooms. I feel like that's a drop in the bucket. Well, what is there? 10,000, I think, on Skid Row. Yeah. So that's not even 10%. Yeah, there's like 80,000. And I hate to be a dick. 80,000 homeless now. Yeah. And I hate to or be a dick. 100,000. Yeah, it's like, I think it's 100,000. Oh, my God. But a because lot they of- got rid of the rules. Like you, like, you can't kick them, you can't kick homeless people off the street. So they started just building like yeah. tents and, and oh yeah, now you it's like structured. I think it's like eighty to a hundred thousand now, oh which is God. insane. That's more than our that's whole like whole one and a half of our cities. <laughs> yeah, it's double almost. Yeah. But my other thing is like one of the biggest things with homeless is uh, mental health problems, which I think they could have made a way bigger 
impact with this documentary if they yeah. would focus. Hey, if you need they help, they could have. They did throw that up at the very end. Yeah, but I think they missed the boat where they could have done some good here. Yeah, I and agree. they didn't. That's a good point, dude. Um, but there's there's so much mental health problems that go along with being homeless. Yeah, that if you just throw seven hundred of them in the in this place, dude. I don't know how you control that. I don't know how you... You don't. You don't. Right. You don't you're, all you're doing think, is just putting a roof over their heads and giving them a little bit of human decency to have a space to call their own that isn't out in the fucking elements. Yeah, but then if they're just shitting in the corner, yeah, like, it, what do you do? It, I, it, Sarah, you roll well, your eyes, but I'm dead serious. Well, I, I mean, I get that. It's no different. I mean, what is the different... You're just, at least it's outside, Sarah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't know. I just there's there's no. I have no good solution. You to go give outside you. if you do that. <laughs> what is it? Washington, where they let them in the hotels, or is this what you're talking about? Where they like, but they give them the drugs. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, in Washington, they're like, they can smoke weed and and cigarettes in our hotels now, and like. Because they're home. We let is them this in. Cleveland? No. <laughs> Did I sound like Cleveland? No, but that was what our hotel was in Cleveland. Uh-uh. Oh, fuck yeah, it was. Oh, hi. I thought you meant from Family Guy. No. <laughs> um, yeah, they they let, they like sub, they, by their order, I think it's Washington. We'll look it up. But it's crazy. They let them in there and like, we give them weed and cigarettes and we let them stay here until they figure it out. It's like, that's like, that's, that sounds awesome. It, I do, it sounds like 10th grade. Yeah, I was going to say, if I, I could take that, if I can go to the Baymont yeah. and you guys supply that and you guys are cool with it, yeah. I think I'm just going to live here. But I think the, you know, when they try to rebrand as the stay on Maine, so like half of it was the yeah. low yeah. income housing and then you had the, the people who were going there traveling, like the people from um, yeah, they made it sound like it was really a traveler hotel. And but had they had no but no none of those visitors had any fucking idea that they were in no, the heart because of the Skid lobby Row. looks like awesome. Yeah, we used and to, then you get out of there and it's shit. We used to do oh the carpets God. and floors at, at the Rock County Jail, and and that's the thing where you get in, you have to hit a button, and you go, and you have a badge and shit, and like, and and you go uh, level three. They would fuck that shit up so much, where it like open up like. We're not supposed to be on this floor. Oh my really? God. Yeah. So I can you imagine like that was controlled. Can you imagine just the well, three, five, and seven are the right. renters, you know what I mean? Yeah, like and they forget about us. We'd be in like a courtroom. Like, we're we're done. And, like, <laughs> I'd like to go home now. Oh Dude. man. I remember just cats walking by like Got any cigs? It's like what? <laughs> They're like, you got any cigs? I'm like no. Like, Throw the razor blade in my laundry cart. I'm like, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need this razor blade. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself if I don't get out of here. <laughs> Tell the guard we're trying to get out of here. Oh shit. <sighs> oh man. So you guys got to watch. She's already saw it. I told you I watched it. Oh, o- yeah. Operation Odessa. Odessa. I meant to get. Um, I honestly meant to get it in. Wasn't what I thought at all, mm-hmm. but it was fucking great. Yeah, well, cool. I'll watch it. We'll touch on it next week. I don't know. It's pretty short and sweet. It's not. You no, know, I thought hour it was like. Yeah, something. that's why I said ninety minutes. You know what else I want to do soon? What? Uh, I want that rematch against Jody and Christy. Oh, who wants yeah, we gotta get that on the books. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. We can make that happen. Oh, and possibly uh, Andy Wilson. Yeah, I One thought true three possibly, or it's happening. I thought it was happening, but you got to stay on that cat. All right, I'll stay on him. Um, you got some scoops, Sarah? Or? Yeah. 
You want one? Yeah. All right. Let me get it for you. baby. Oh, hey. You know what we haven't done in a while? What? This. Hey, yeah. I want that scoop, baby. Me too. Who doesn't want Sarah's scoop? I don't know. Everybody wants one. <laughs> um, okay. So, Samantha Cole reports on a pandemic trend that's nothing to sniff at. <laughs> Vagina-scented face masks. What? Um, what's her name? Had the vagina, the vagina candle. Uh, oh yeah. Diaz. No, you did, didn't you do a scat no. on it? It was, she's, uh, she's from the Avengers. Um, oh, Scarlett. Charlize Theron. I thought no. Scarlett Johansson. No, no, no. Pepper Potts. Who is it? Oh. Why can't Charlize. I think of her name? It's not Charlize. No, it's fucking... Anywho, for fetish item sellers, the pandemic is an opportunity for a new kind of item. Pussy mass. Cat. Lisa, did you hear that? Cat, <laughs> who sells panties and socks as well as masks on Sniffer, says she's been selling the masks for almost a year. I think people like them because they're able to enjoy a fetish outside of their home. I think it's like a little secret only they know and it makes it risky and fun. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yeah. God damn it. It's personally thrilling to me knowing that a mask I've had in my panties or shoes is now being worn on someone's face and they're enjoying it. Hey, I wasn't listening to any of this while I was Googling Pepper Potts, but uh, for that much who's, money, I who's, who's doing what? <laughs> uh, fetish item sellers. Oh, yeah. The selling masks um, that it's have been okay just i'll finish it and then okay apparently there is a real market for it after a little digging i found a whole range of options for people seeking a pussy scented mat pussy scented or foot scented mask for fetish item providers this was pretty effective way to keep up business during the pandemic 55 year old new jersey woman angela anderson founded corona pussy (laughs) a company selling pussy smelling face masks for just four dollars and 99 cents well that's a bargain Mm mm-hmm Anderson's Anderson's methods involve a fine cloth placed in between the legs for two hours and glued to the product. And apparently it works with 500 and apparently it works with 500 units sold in the first 24 hours. Time out. They didn't just like synthetically make a pussy scent. No, this is actually somebody. People are putting mass in their panties and wearing them around for a few hours and then selling them. I thought I really think you could get more than five dollars for that. Well, I, they're flying off the shelves. I know. So why wouldn't you up the price? What's your pussy smell like, Matt? That's you get way more thing. money in that. <laughs> I like how it's like this smells like a pussy, and it's like uh, <laughs> the way they all smell the same. <laughs> <laughs> My husband was not down with purchasing one. Oh, He's Jim like, doesn't. I think he, he was. You just, just called your husband out. He was super disgusted by the whole thing. It's pretty gross. You don't know what you're getting into. Is, is it like Russell Crate or like, <laughs> I might get the variant? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm guessing that you probably. This one's butthole. When you yeah. order it, maybe like, you, uh, you get a picture of the person who's had it in their panties. I no don't know. way. Yeah, you think that so? doesn't help the smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Plus, the guy that wears the foot one, what the hell? Uh, yeah, there's weird foot fetish shit. Right? I know. There was a guy. There's uh, vending machines with the shit in Japan. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, mean, I can't really. remember if it was Rapungi. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I know all about Rapungi, Adam. <laughs> Me and Adam are going to go to Tokyo. 
Um, this is probably news to everybody. <laughs> Surprise! So uh, we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> looks like we're going. I don't know when. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Oh my god! Awesome. One like, of these January, Tuesday re- <laughs> <laughs> for Wrestle Kingdom. We gotta go. First of all, we're gonna go to WrestleMania. Yeah, and then we're gonna make our way to fucking Rapungi, Japan, by way of Texas. Uh, <laughs> How yes. American are yes. we? Hundred percent, dude. Hey, Amen. Uh, but by the way, um, me and Adam have been discussing like the next two WrestleManias, Dallas. Well, yeah. there's one coming up in Tampa Bay, but. Really? Yeah, really. She Sarah. knows, bro. Um, but after that, it's Dallas and then L.A. And remember, we were like, me and Sarah were like, I would rather go to Texas than L.A. After watching that fucking documentary, I'm like, I am 100% on board with Texas over L.A. Okay. L.A. Yeah. is a shithole. Oh, my gosh. It is, but. You just want to say you went to L.A., Adam. Why don't you just have a stopover in in LAX on your way to somewhere good. If I fly, I, I need to do my best to make it a direct flight. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't do the layover shit. Oh, well. I've never had to do it. I don't fly well. Oh. You want oh. one more scooper? I mean, yes. I, I fly fine. Adam's like, you better shut that window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking out at the clouds and shit. Adam's like, like oh, shut that fucking window. Not today. <laughs> I'm getting better at it, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Um, a woman who was on a snowmobile trip with her brother and his girlfriend went out to use the outhouse, and as she sat down, she was immediately bit in the butt. Oh, I think I might have heard about this one. Spider? Shannon no. Stevens was Bigger. staying in a yurt. What's that? A yurt is a portable, lightweight, round structure where the roof is held up under a combination of tension and compression with no major center supports needed. So a circus tent? Kind of, but smaller. Um, Adam's making the weird. Yeah, what is that? Shannon's. So no? she was staying in it. Yeah, in a yurt on Chil- she gets it. Chilcat she Lake for the weekend with her brother and his girlfriend. Chilcat Lake. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Her brother rushed to the outhouse to investigate. When he lifted the toilet seat's lid, maybe an inch or two below the toilet seat, was a gigantic bear looking up at him. How would you do, Bear Matt? <laughs> Probably just like you did it. But I could never imagine a bear in a toilet. Um, the Isn't two, that crazy? Yeah, they were on the snowmobile trip. So the two ran back to the yurt and cleaned Shannon's wound, which she described as a single puncture. She said she wasn't sure if her injury was a bite or a claw mark. Dude. Like bare ass. Oh, my God. There's been a couple good 80s horror movies where, you know, maybe leeches or Jason Voorhees, or you think of maybe an alligator if you're down south, but a fucking bear. Yeah. You go to, like, like I don't fuck with autohosts, dude. I'll fuck with porta potties, but not outhouses. I don't know if the last time I've, I've been faced with that situation. I don't know if you've ever been in an outhouse. I don't think I have. What? An outhouse? I've been in an outhouse. Where? At our camping, maybe. Well, Would that count? It didn't um, you just shit outside? Cousin Dayton. Yeah, yes. they had one. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. But w- we weren't good enough to go and use the the home yeah. plum- plumbing. Oh, really? We had, yeah, use that they, we had to use that house. Or piss in the pool. And then there's a when ki- was this? The 80s. Jeez, yeah, oh. I was little. And there's the a other cousin that, like, I think he lived 
beneath the outhouse. Oh my god! Like the people under the stairs. Yeah, I was chained up. He's like, throw me. Can you throw me down some fish eggs? Heads. Some fish heads. <laughs> I'll settle for fish heads. Yes, spoiled. We're only there for family reunions. So there's deviled eggs and you know little sandwiches. So. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some ham roll-ups if I know you guys. Yeah, you know us. <laughs> Just dumped an orange dip down to old house. <laughs> orange dip. <laughs> so overrated. <laughs> Matthew. These guys are starting some I shit don't even tonight. know what it is. It's just... Burps back on. <laughs> yeah, I was good after you fucking cried like a little bitch. You bring up orange dip, it's fucking on. <laughs> Let's hear your scat. Oh, I do have a scat. Yeah, get Play. your scat. Let me. Maybe let's hear your fucking intro too. I forgot I was going to do the scat. Otherwise, I'd have done this before your um your stories. You can do it next week. You think so? Where are we at? Um, yeah, we're over an hour. You want to do it next week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adam says yeah. No, I don't care. Adam says yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Well, this episode would have been longer, but Adam said yeah. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This has been a fun one. This has been. It Maybe has I just been. have a permanent smile on my face because I have a Razor, Razor Ramon <laughs> Intercontinental title <laughs> over there. Um, it's a bootleg. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you have any thank yous? To Four say? millimeter plates on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have thank yous? I always have thank yous. Mm-hmm. I just want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Um, honestly, the feedback is so fun. I never even really realized this is episode 110. We like glossed over the fact that we we never even talked about We're a two, a two-year anniversary or anything like that. Oh yeah, no shit. Just things have just been a blur. Oh, um, yeah. but just like I I think I said it the week before last or something but like there's been like over 10,000 downloads in 100 episodes. That, that to me that's pretty big. That is good. Also, maybe we push back the Operation Odessa and do the of of in itself before the the Uncle John one because nobody's seen it here, right? No. So why don't we do, why don't we do that since both of us seen Operation Odessa and bumped that up? Like what it. are we watching? Oven. I'll just send it. Go to you. back to his text. Okay. I heard it's fucking dude. It's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oven John. I watched the trailer of in itself. Oh. Where did I get that from? Uncle John recommended okay. it and said it's. He said it's. Art. I like Adam during trivia right now. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. God, listening to that back was fun. <laughs> Adam, you're an intelligent guy. I don't know what happens when we start these games. I think he, are you like a bad test taker? You get no, test anxiety something. Or it, I think if, you get trivia anxiety. If someone was asking me the test, then yeah. Really? Probably. I don't know. I don't know either. Sometimes I'm like... I was like, never drinking during <laughs> test, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> can't just give me yeah, a stone cold too. IPA and be like, fuck yeah. Well, uh, by the way, I just told this question three times. <laughs> and my favorite has been the, 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 in the movie Seven, what is <laughs> less <than> Seven? <laughs> yeah. And you said, what after sin? him on a little bit. Seven sin? Uh, seven. <laughs> I was trying to buy time. <laughs> So I thought you were going to tell me the seventh sin. Oh. Like, that would count? Like, okay, one is, you know, whatever. Sure. Listening back, <laughs> that was my mindset. Guess what doesn't come through the microphone? Oh, that was my great. mindset. <laughs> That's true. Oh, God. I don't know. The seventh one. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> guess what? You're not the guy that's saying it. It's torture sometimes hearing it back, like, oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's I right. Say, uh, I say enough stupid shit, dude. I don't worry about it. Oh, man. All right. Um, for our deep thought and our sign-off. Yes. Many people do not realize that the snowshoe can be used for a great many things besides walking on snow. For instance, it can be used to carry pancakes from the stove to the <laughs> breakfast table. Also, it can be used to carry uneaten pancakes from the table to the garbage. <laughs> Finally, it can be used as a kind of strainer where you force pancakes through the strings to see if a piece of gold got caught in a pancake somehow. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Jack Handy, everybody. <laughs> Love it. Love it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much. 